You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. <laughs> and with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, we've got to uh, do our best lists. It's time. And cover lots of other movies, maybe, uh, right. and stuff. And uh, usually... Uh, for I guess longtime listeners, right? Usually, what we do is uh, we'll do like our movie of the week or something, and then you yeah. know do our best list. I think we're gonna we're gonna switch that up and just do the best list because we've still got a lot of stuff to catch up on, and we've got movies like from last week where we just kind of threw yeah. out ratings real quick sure. that we could talk about more, and uh, so we'll see what movies we can actually cover a little bit uh, in more detail. But we're going to do the list first instead of yeah. – because if we go down that rabbit hole first, then the next thing you know, you we'll have like five minutes, minutes and yeah. do our <laughs> list and say, yeah. uh, boom, that's it. Um, so, And I don't know how long doing our list will take either, but it's kind of nice knowing we have the uh, – we have it, the ability to cruise. But it might. Yeah. You know. Who knows? Uh, and I think – I feel like the list – you know, when we do the worst list, we can just kind of laugh at each other and stuff and – Oh, yeah. Comment on how uh, – I've got three movies on my worst list that I know are on a lot of people's best list. <laughs> I know one of them, and I actually, I mean, if we hadn't joked so much about how much you hate Midsummer, right? <laughs> I would love to have just snuck up on you and been like, my number two, I wouldn't put it number one, my number <laughs> like two film just, is Midsummer, and you'd be like, what? Just, just to get I that I changed push. my rating since yeah. uh, we talked about it. <laughs> just to it get or, that push from you once, yeah. but I, I can't because we've joked about it too much. Uh yeah. Anyway, I have that is a movie though. Uh, I, you know, spoiler. I right? can't wait to see where it is. Spoiler. But, that know. is on my uh, worst list, and that is on a lot of people's best list. I I, I, I keep seeing looked it over everywhere. several people, and uh, you know, not that many. Right? No, <laughs> no it's not, not. It's not like everywhere, yeah, no. but there are a lot of people who are uh, mm-hmm. having that, on there, and I'm like. What movie did I watch? Or yeah. I don't know, man. Right. I, I, I don't know what is up with that movie, but I, people people like that movie. And what I also think is interesting is people are talking about uh, you know her performance, yeah, because she's also in Little Women and everything. And you know, I have no real problems with her performance in that movie in Midsummer. Uh, I have no real positives about it either. I, I was not <laughs> right. like wowed right. by her performance. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there is a point at which the thing you're doing, it's, you know, it's a little bit like Joker for me, right? Yeah. E- even though uh, Joaquin Phoenix is winning everything, right? But there's a point at which what you're doing is so stupid that how do you, it's hard to call it good, right? right? Is is that good? I don't know. We talked about this when we were doing Joker. And and so uh, I even gave the out, I guess, to people who were voting for that long ago when we talked about Joker, right? Yeah. If what he did <laughs> is oh, yeah, exactly right. what he was told to do, right. and he did that, then damn, that was awesome. Right. Like right. That, that really was an awesome performance yeah. because if you can have somebody tell you to do wild goofy stupid shit like that right and you can go 
done. Nailed it. And you do it exactly <laughs> like that. Right. Then you're good. Yeah. Then that's being yeah. a good actor, right? Right. right. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I, It's a great idea. It's a great concept. Right. I don't think that's the reality. Uh, I think that that is what people are voting for, though. Yeah, I, I think what people yeah. are voting for is, look at that guy able to do that shit right. that someone told him to do, right? Right. Like, if you're the guy who comes up with doing that, yeah. then okay. that's not that's good fine. acting. Yeah, that's right? fine for you. Good. Congratulations. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're already uh, lost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so before we just uh, jump in to start going down the list, uh, I will say, uh, much like every year, and obviously we've already uh, I've already spoiled this, right? But much <laughs> like every year, there's a lot of stuff that uh, everyone's going to have on their list that's not going to be on my list. Uh, oh, don't yeah. email me. Oh God, I was. <laughs> I love it when they email us and send us their lists. Or yeah, at least they tell can. Us what their top three? They can were, email or, me and say, I, "I think these movies are good," or "You left this movie you off." Love it when and, they're and like, I really think so. But you're crazy for having this at this. Yeah, but yeah. people are like, I uh, love that. This movie's on everybody else's list, and right. I feel like I've covered that now, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like Joker's on a lot of people's lists. Right. So there you go. Um, so you're tipping your hand. Joker's at least seven on yours. Uh, Joker's on my worst list. Oh, uh, that's take. for sure. Um, that's awesome. But also, there are some uh, other kind of strange things about our list before we get to our list. Yeah. First of all, this is the first year that there's no animated movie on my list. Probably for like a long time. Yeah. Uh, there's always I almost had one. Somebody's animated movie is mm-hmm. always somewhere up there. And here's a weird thing yeah. uh, where I have to say something positive about the Golden Globes. Yeah. <laughs> because the only one that came anywhere close was Missing Link, and yeah. they gave it best animated, animated movie. Yeah. Uh, whereas Critics Choice gave it to Toy Story Four, which I think was. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not in love with that. It, yeah. You know, it was good, but it was fine. But it, it is a yeah. fun movie, and it was. But it was. We rated it was it pretty not. High. It we was not it highly, but great though. It was not like I still remember the big criticism of that, which is I felt the whole movie was created and made just to give the last 15 minutes, which they could have put on the end of three. Right. You know, <laughs> and and even looking back on it, I still really liked all the stuff that it said and did. And it was really creepy and the mannequins and the, I mean, the right. villain, it was all great. It just wasn't, it just didn't feel it as It just important. wasn't quite the level. Yeah. And it didn't feel as necessary as an entry. It was just kind of like nice to go back, but. Right. Um, okay. So then before we uh, go actually into starting the list there, I'm going to run through a bunch of uh, like almosts or whatever. Yeah, I have a few almosts. Um, if you've got some, you can throw them out too. And yeah. then also, so, and then the other one thing that I wanted to say is that uh, this is the first year in a long time. This is like a weird critic uh, space on my list, right? There's mm-hmm. actually a movie on my list that I don't like. So, <laughs> so take that. And when we and get shove to it, it, when we right? get to it, because we, we get this every once in a while, and I get it off the show. You should mention real quick how something could still make a list. Oh and yeah, not yeah, like because yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that's hard for people to get. Like, wait, yeah, you didn't we'll, like it? We'll Why go, is it number eight? We'll go through the movies you know? and stuff as okay. as we go. But it's just an interesting, yeah, no, quirk, quirk of the list, yeah. right? Um, but anyway, some uh, almost or for whatever other reason, like kind of notable movies that I wanted to talk about. Um, so I already said Missing Link. I was going to mention that. Um, just Mercy. Which um, at one point I thought might be like a dark horse, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
But then kind of, you know, afterwards it sort of faded. Like, yeah. I, I liked that movie better when I was watching it. And it still wasn't quite like great, but mm-hmm. but it was really good. Um, and then I have two movies, right? Alita Battle Angel and Captain Marvel. Neither of which do I think are really fantastic or right. uh, like they're nines or tens or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they were both a lot better than I expected. And they yeah. were both like a lot of fun. Like they yeah. were, uh, I don't know, they were like a different surprising like level. I didn't really know what to expect from Alita actually because that could have gone a lot of ways. All kinds of bad ways. Exactly how you were going to, I don't know, address that stuff, whatever. But anyway, those are uh, definitely, you know, over the year, right, they're like worth watching and mentioning. And then uh, Wild Rose, which no one is paying any attention to except the song. Right. Um, right. And that sucks because the movie's actually really good too. It's not just that it kicked out this song, which I love that every year or at least every like second or third year, there seems to be a movie that no one will watch, but like there's a song. Yeah. (laughs) Like no one even wants you to watch it, but they nominate it for best song. Yep. Um, And then Lighthouse, uh, Motherless Brooklyn. And the Portrait of Lady on Fire were all at some point pretty close uh, mm-hmm. to being on the list. And I, I expected more. I might have uh, gotten messed up with Lighthouse because by the time everyone was done talking about it from, uh, you know, film festivals and stuff, I was sort of probably going into that with higher expectations yeah. than I should have. Right. And uh, I, I mean, it was really good, but I don't know. Anyway. Um, and then the final two are like kind of little things and they weren't awesome, but they were really good and they're a lot better than a lot of your options. Mm-hmm. So people should not overlook them because they're, they're small things. Um, little Joe, which is the movie about the flower that mm-hmm. makes you happy and all this stuff. And, uh, and actually I can't remember the guy's name that's in that right now, but, um, he's, I don't know. It's got people in it that you'll recognize, yeah. but um, I can't remember his name, but he's in like everything British. <laughs> he's in the last five years or so. It's Ben Wishaw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Right. Um, and Seaberg, which is um, Kristen Stewart, Yeah, I want to say. Yeah. Um, that one's actually a long time ago, but yeah. that was like a really, that was good. That yeah. was a fun, I never cool. That, that was a fun, cool movie that no one's talking about. And, you know, considering the fact that, you know, most weeks largely garbage comes out, especially at the earlier parts of the year. Yeah. You know, those are good movies to look back. And so those are my sort of notable honorable mentions or whatever. It's funny. There's a little bit of overlap there. Um, <clears throat> You know, I had I had Captain Marvel, um, I had Doctor Sleep, I had Midway, which was weird because I put it on my just missed list. Even I, I, though I could almost see Midway, even yeah. though when I looked at the rating, and that doesn't always. This is also a couple of things that I'll throw out too. Even though I looked at the rating and it didn't it didn't match up, like you gave it an eight, I gave it a six and a half. But I've thought about Midway right more than I've thought about some other films that maybe were higher ranked because I liked the achievement and the emotional invest of it. It's just something about Midway that I'm going to watch that again at some point and I'll remember exactly why I griped about it. But I hope I remember more about what I was yeah. really thinking because it, it stuck with me. It, it, and yeah. I had to look back up because I was thinking of all the films. I try to think of them off the top of my head, like what would I tell someone anyway? 
And then I go and I'm like, did the scores match up? That's not the final deciding factor. And then I'm like looking and I'm like, God, I really only liked it that much. But right. Midway, you too, kind that, of like. that. That's a good, I think that deserves like, a, you know, a mention, especially if there's any chance you like war movies yeah, or whatever. Right. <clears throat> um, but also, you know, it it's better than the attention that it got. For sure, it is because better. it kind of was like all of a sudden it was just gone. No it one was, wanted to talk yeah. about it. The problem with me for that movie, even though I rated it higher for you, right, yeah. is I think it's like, you know, as as we do, right? It's an eight, right? When you're done, yeah, you, you know. Right. But right. as I th- think back on it, and as time has gone by, yeah, most of the stuff that I really remember is the stuff I didn't like. Right? Is the yeah. It, it's so strange. It's, I feel that way too. I don't know. So anyway, but, but it's definitely worth watching. Midway yeah. was down. I had, uh, it's funny. I don't really know exactly how to refer to the movie. I think it's just called The Report, even though I see, oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen it as The Torture Report, but torture is yeah, struck no, out. Yeah, I, re- I really liked The Report. I and did too. It, if I had to make an 11 or 12 top 10, you know, I mean, right. that's, that's an oxymoron. <laughs> right, right. There's Jumbo Shrimp for you, but I would have, I think I would have slid that in. Uh, just Mercy for me, which gets the Friday Night Lights problem yeah you know really just mercy for me if i just told you that there's a um aspirational kind of really optimistic lawyer who goes down south to work for minorities and injustices with small town hillbilly you know corruption and he meets the clan and he falls for a woman maybe and there's a lot of racist backlash I mean, am I talking about a time to kill? Just yeah. Mercy, like that's like the, ten movies. Ago. This is like fifty yeah. of them, and Just Mercy is just another one of these films that slides through this filter. The strength of the whole film for me was Michael B. Jordan is great. Yeah, like he he doesn't do anything. Yeah, outstanding. I, I got to tell like, you, the he's weird, just so solid. The weird great. thing is, it's the only thing that I can think of that I've ever seen that I liked him in. And all of a sudden, he I was really, like he was really good. I, I mean, he doesn't do much in Chronicle. There's a couple of small things, but yeah, I don't yeah. like him in like I didn't like him very much in Creed. I, I haven't I haven't liked him in in anything. Fantastic and Four, most of all the time, things, yeah. most of the time where he's in something, especially something like Creed or whatever, yeah, I just get this like sense, like exuding from everything mm-hmm. he does, that he is just the overactingest mm-hmm. guy. Right. Everything yeah. he does is like to 11. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in this, it was like, what the hell? Like, it was he like was a, really good. He I watched this and I remembered when I mean, it was early. I, it's kind of a cheat to say like Matt Damon in The Rainmaker. He was already kind of on stardom's path anyway. So right. was McConaughey in A Time to Kill. But when I watched this and I started I started thinking, well, the supporting cast will probably pick him up. Jamie Foxx will make sure this doesn't slow right, down. Right. And I thought Jamie Foxx is great. So is Brie Larson. So is everybody else that's in it. I see Michael B. Jordan as a as a major star. Like yeah. this is the thing that if he starts doing things like that, he's got it. Right. But, so anyway, that that was just missed. The Irishman just missed. Hustlers just missed. And so did something like Uncut Gems. You know, these oh, were all yeah. things. I had I had a very specific um, idea because Toy Story Four strangely made the first draft in my list. And it was because of the score we gave it. You know, we were eight and a half, eight. And and I just started thinking there were other films that were better. One of them gets a, a strange mention because I saw it. I looked at the, the list. Um, I saw it in the very beginning of January of this year, but it came out at the very, near the very end of last year. So I disqualified it. I loved A Simple Favor. The Anna Kendrick oh, film. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen that and I saw it late and that would have made my list. 
Yeah. I made I made a special right. note of it because I'm like that would absolutely have made my list if I had seen it in time, but right. I didn't. So those are the ones that just didn't. They just didn't get there. Right. Okay. So and, uh, and the quick denial, yeah. the real quick one for anybody that's new. Um, your list is for every film you've seen, film festivals, everything. We right, may not have right. covered eight of ten of them. Right. I tend to try to only do the films that we do for the podcast. Yeah. So our lists are going to be inherently different. Anyway, so this, but, yeah, but uh, that's the uh, caveat yeah. to our lists and how we do them. <laughs> but this year, especially, uh, that is not too much going to matter, right? Okay, right. And I got to tell you, because no matter how much, all, all of a sudden, the last week and then kind of the last <laughs> month, I have been seeing a unreal amount of articles online mm-hmm. <clears throat> from all sorts of places, right? Saying stuff like, you know, if people are telling you this year sucks, it's because they haven't seen enough movies. Right. And then they go, oh, here's all these like documentaries yeah, right. and yeah. art house yeah. bullshit that no one's seen, right? <laughs> yeah. Because And I'm like, you know what? When everybody starts saying that, mm-hmm. you know the year sucked. Then they're trying what to What that means right. is that the year sucked. Mm-hmm. And for me this year, like I said, that problem is not going to exist too much because right. this year sucked. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. And we were talking about this just before we went on the air. This year, the list, I hate my list this year, but we, you know, I hate lists. You love lists. I love lists. This year, right? I got to like six. Yeah. And then I went, uh, <laughs> right. Usually I make these lists and I got like 20, 25 things. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> Shit, put these in order. Because the thing you come hate up is, with, right, weighing them, right, right, like, yeah, and like you know, this is six versus this is seven, or yeah. this is nine and this is eighteen, so it's not right. on the list, even yeah. though they're the most different movies you could make. Right. And how does that make any sense? Whatever, yeah. But usually, I've got like twenty movies, and I'm like, damn, like yeah. cut this down, like at least twenty movies, right, right, that I really like and I really want to be on my list, and I want to be like four A. Or something right, and yeah. have like more than 10 things on my list. Yeah. And this year, man, I got to like six or seven and I went, Yeah. I mean, I guess you're good enough now because I got space. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's funny. Not that they're bad. I mean, no. I finally came up with a list that, you know, they're, they're good and everything. Yeah, right. And, and I like them sufficiently to call them actually being on my list. Yeah. But like apart from those movies that I mentioned, yeah. you know, and I, I will even usually I'll go, here's the honorable mentions, right? And I still got movies left over or something, <laughs> yeah. right? That are, you know, but man, this That's year funny. this year was rough for me. Yeah. I almost feel like there's maybe one or two movies, right? And then everything else, like I had to wait till September till <laughs> Can you imagine I, like, if we really liked it? Can you imagine if we whatever. had to do our list there, by September? Like, yeah, I, I was thinking that too. There were, you know, whatever. There were a few here and there that were pretty good, and yeah, you know, whatever. It wasn't as bleak as that, but it right. kind of felt like it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot. All right. So, uh, without further babble and uh, we drum go. roll, everyone's we will, waited. Uh, jump to the list. All right, I'll I'll go, first, go first, and then we'll All do right. our our we'll own snake. crazy switching back and forth we'll thing. Snake right? Back and forth. Okay. All right. All right, so my 10 is The Farewell. Okay. And uh, that is a movie, like, now it now it sucks because you're listening to this and you go, okay, well, he really thinks The Farewell sucks because he, right. Said, right. <laughs> he just said that he didn't actually have 10 <laughs> movies, so yeah. that's not that good. But, you know, for me, The Farewell was um, 
And I love it when this happens. Um, and not everyone does or cares or this even happens. But the farewell for me is like a movie that starts when it ends. Yeah. You know, like it ends and then you just think about it and like all mm-hmm. the conversations and all the stuff. And, you know, it's cool when you're watching it. I, I still stand by my not standing by Aquafina right being nominated right. but not because she was bad it's not bad ju- just because she wasn't that good that I would have thought of yeah. nominating her right yeah um but all things considered I mean man she's she's good she's really good right? in this and um, maybe that's against hype like yeah yeah or type because I just thought she'd be something different like, right Crazy Rich Asians, and, different, and she and she's good, yeah. But um, but the movie was I, I, you know, for me it's like a different kind of storytelling where you're telling the story, and then it's like okay now now you have that and yeah. deal with that like that and it's just it was uh, I also love a movie that knows how to film conversations, yeah. And and right. make them effective and right. and real, you know, like you yeah. just have people sitting around talking. And I also like sort of the opposite mm-hmm. if you do it right, where really if you look at it, you go, no one talks like that. Right? Tarantino talks. Like, you know, we're all right. sitting at a table and everyone, yeah, right, right. Like um, you want to talk that way. That's how you, you think know, you like talk, but nobody does it. Whit Stillman movies or whatever. You right. know, like I still love those movies, even right. though I go, wait a minute, like nobody talks like that. Yeah. But um, but I just I love a movie that knows how to do a conversation and make mm-hmm. it, you know. Interesting. This is why and the not sunrise just, films and not just these are the lines I have to get out right now right. to move us to someplace else or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, but so that's my number ten. I I I really liked it, and then I liked it a lot more later. It's too, interesting because so. it does. You know, I like watching films that make me think. In one of the best scenes of the film, it's just kind of like a throwaway scene where they're explaining to her why they're not telling their her grandmother, and he's like, "You've lived in the West too long." You think your life is your own, you know, when he has this, her uncle has this dialogue with her and I'm watching it. I'm like, this could have gone wrong all kinds of ways, too preachy, too condescending, too movie trope. And it's actually incredibly humbling and it motivates everybody but her and says, this is why we're doing this. And it could have, it could have, you know, really easily just been so just not real, just not like. Uh, yeah. honest right, right? and the like, strength could of that have been so movie the strength yeah. of the whole film like i jumped in i didn't mean to but when i jumped in i was like it's like the sunrise before sunrise after sunrise like those are films right. that are based on just watching people walk around right but they talk to each other like real people do and it's not like a waste of time like that's the other thing if you can do a real conversation just like how people would have it in their kitchen but push the narrative forward that's that's genius right because that's really freaking hard to do but right yeah um all right, 10 for me is Dolomite is my name. Not ah, cool. And it, part of that part of that is the newness of seeing it. Part of that is just me being a kid of the 80s and loving Eddie Murphy when he's not doing like Pluto Nash Garbage stuff. stuff. You know, this is kind of a throwback to stuff because the film is raunchy and dirty and very funny and when I look back over the list, um, one of the things that I love when I'm looking at things like horror films and comedies did it scare me? Did it did it give me a little bit of you know tension? <clears throat> did it make me laugh? And this film made me laugh. Right. I I was cracking up all over the place. I was having such a good time with it. 
it's got a feel good like kind of vibe to it and the performances are pretty solid like i just i had a surprisingly amount of fun watching it when i thought i would watch dolomite as my name and for some reason i figured it would be on my notables right, you know it right. just when i started looking and to to play fair just enough i think it slid in a little bit on nostalgia um, I think it's still a really fun movie and a solid film. The bottom two of my choices, which we're about to get to both of them in just a second. I wonder if like at the end of next year, if I'll look back on it and be like, I would have switched that. Yeah. You know, I'm, but, right. but today for my list, I'm pretty feeling, I'm feeling pretty good with Dolomite's my name, but. Cool. Uh, nine, nine for me. You already mentioned it. It's Alita Battle Angel. Oh, wow. Cool. I looked back yeah. over that and I just, I just. I remember thinking for the first like quarter of the year or even maybe almost the first half of the year until Avengers came up and took over like that part of my memory and just dominated it with superhero stuff. I remember thinking about Elite an awful lot, just yeah. having so much fun with it and how weird the technical aspect of it was, making her with the crazy big eyes and right. how it wasn't so egregious, but it was kind of believable looking. And the one thing that I remember thinking back on it is it sets itself up for a sequel or a series of sequels. And I'm like, kind of waiting for him. Right. You know? So I feel right. like that's that's a fun entry for mine. So right. nine for me was Alito. Cool. All right. Uh, okay. My nine is Ford versus Ferrari or Ford v. Ferrari. Ford v. Or Ferrari. Le Mans Le 66. Mans. I was just going to say, you got to throw the Le Mans in. Um, yeah, that's funny. That And that's a movie, um, again, where I said like I, yeah, you know, I know my seven and now or six or seven right. or whatever. But uh but that was actually a movie that was always going to be on the list somewhere. Yeah. Um, and mostly because, you know, it's, um, th- well, first of all, I really liked a lot of it, mm-hmm. even though I thought some of it was a little stagey and yeah, I thought some of it was a little stagey. And, and the problem for me is, you know, some movies you go, well, that scene's a little stagey, right? Um, but there's no way to fix it. Right. Because this has yeah. to happen. This is, this is what right? it is, yeah. But I don't think that's what happened in this movie. Like, <laughs> I think there's some stagey, goofy parts, and you could fix it. And if that's what happened, right. then lie about what happened. Right. Because uh, there are some there are some parts for me where Matt Damon's character does some things. I love it. Where I'm like, care. if that's what that guy really did, <laughs> yeah. I still don't want you to tell me that's what right. he did. I know, I know, <laughs> because it's just too it's goofy. A different time, man. These are there are uh, there are no. some there's some yeah. stuff like that, but you know it it it's often like a real test for me if uh, if you've got a movie and you know a lot of people since this movie came out, yeah, have asked me about this movie and they're like, because you know I'm not into cars, right? Uh, so should I see it or you know whatever? Yeah, and. And that can become like a real test for me. If you can make a movie about something I, that I'm not really interested right. in, and I'm still really interested in right. what you're doing, then That's you know solid. something's gone right. Right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, somebody did something because you've made a movie about two people who are absolutely obsessed with cars mm-hmm. without being obsessed with cars. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> it's it's just it's a trick. It's just yeah. about the story. So yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. I even like the part where uh, the overall, it's not like a part in a way, but there is so much of the cars mm-hmm. that you don't know. Yeah. Like right. that they don't tell you, they don't show you, they don't yeah. go, look, this is this. And this is, I mean, they do some things and they go, we're going to change out the whole brake system. And that's like <laughs> a big deal and right. stuff. And so you're like, okay. Yeah. But they don't, you know, they build the car and you like look at it and you go, 
see our magic car we built? <laughs> right, like no, it's, it's they don't yeah. they don't go, oh well this is the this and blah yeah. blah blah, right? They just yeah. tell the story, not you know, try to be car porn or whatever right. and go, oh, look at that. Whatever. I don't know. It's it's really smart too, because for a guy like me, I mean I know some cars, but I don't I'm not into cars. Right, right. And if you just show me that car and you're telling me it's special, I buy it. And Okay, uh, I yeah. believe you. And there are you know, there are know. so many parts that but don't uh, waste my time with it. <laughs> that are uh, like it's it's actually funny to look at the cars in this movie where they don't do that, right? Yeah. And they go, here's our new car. And they go, oh, look, here's Ferrari's new car. And yeah. I'm sitting there going, ah, Ferrari's look car looks way cooler yeah, than I'm your sorry. car. Yours, is, looks like yours is supposed to be yeah. the badass car. Yeah. But there are so many parts in it. And uh, so they they are so good in it. Yeah. Everyone's so good in it, even if there are a couple little parts. If there are a couple parts that are a little goofy, like mm-hmm. – uh, you know when uh, when Christian Bale is with his wife in the car and she starts driving. Yeah, I thought that was that's nonsensical. The worst of those I know, uh, but there you know there are a couple other things uh-huh. that are a little goofy. But I will trade that for that scene when he's in the hangar listening to the yeah. race on the radio. Yep, like, that whole thing was so good, that's amazing. And I feel like that scene is like the most overlooked kind of yeah. thing to happen, right? And mm-hmm. that was so good. <laughs> But uh, but so anyway, overall, so that's my nine. Um, all right, here we go. All right, so now I'm supposed to do eight. Yeah, right? you did ten and nine. Yep. Okay, uh, my eight is uncut gems. Yeah, and and now you know, Bing, we're we're at that here point. This yep. is the movie I didn't like. Right, I didn't yeah. like this movie. Um, yeah. and, and so that's like the craziest thing to say. Anyway, how can it be the eight the best movie and you not you don't like it? So I don't like it because. Um, I mean, this is weird because we haven't really covered. We haven't done it yet. The, we we haven't covered the whole thing. This is our review uh, on I guess. the show. Yeah. Um, I don't like it because it's, and this is doubly weird because the story for me is stupid. Because you get to the end of the story, right, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, you know, the end of Hamlet is aliens come right. and right. <laughs> fix everything, and they can leave yeah. or whatever. I mean, it's. Like the end of the the end of the story is just really stupid yeah. and kind of like half assed. Like it it almost the movie almost feels once you get to the end, when you're watching the movie, it all feels right. fine. True. Right. It's all yeah. it's all cool. It's very manic. Yeah. I think it's a really awesome way to portray this guy who's a gambling addict. Mm-hmm. Um and has his business in, you know, jewelry and stones in the New York world, which is a really weird world yeah. for, you know, higher end, like gems and jewelry and stuff. Yeah. It's a weird world to go into, right? Yeah. And it's unique to New York's cramped existence anyway. Yeah. Um, but so it's very, it's, it's a very strange place. But I think it's a really unique and, you know, frankly, awesome way to portray this guy and the fact that he's a gambling addict by making everything that happens in the movie so manic yeah. and fast-paced mm-hmm. and uh, unclear, 
where things are going to go. Like you actually never know where you're going to go because he never knows where he's going to go. Right. Because he doesn't know what's going to happen next Tuesday. Yeah. Because it's all depend on dependent on bets. It's not dependent on how many customers he's going to get in the store Mm -hmm. or what can I do to, you know, make more money or, you know, whatever, like normal life. Yeah. Just everything is bets. Mm -hmm. And you know, he doesn't really care if he wins. And like he hawks stuff right. that he can't not yeah, get on, back, uh, yeah, right. right? With no idea of how he's going to get it back. Yeah. Uh, and it's all like just juggling 50 balls mm-hmm. and leaving in the middle of half of them being in the air. Right. And like, and that's like, uh, and by the time you get like halfway ish through the movie, you start to actually get like a real sense and it's like kind of unnerving that, you know, this guy has been having this day for years. Yeah. Right. This is ground. This day is too. just, this is his life. Yeah. This is just every mm-hmm. day and every week is some like this. If this guy worked yeah. as hard, oh, like, yeah. as like, you hustles. know, yeah. like, you know, people say like, if you worked as hard yeah. at trying to do illegal stuff, Right. As you did yeah. just having a job right. or doing something legitimate or whatever, you know, you'd be rich anyway or whatever. Right. If this guy could put this energy into yeah, just right. running his business yeah. and shit, right, yeah. then he'd be rich. But at the end of the day, the story's actually stupid. And and I can't forgive that, right? Yeah. I, it's, you know, it it's a decision – to have it like end the way it does and go see like it's almost like you're trying to take like the like microcosm of this movie Mm -hmm. as being you know the metaphor of like his whole life right so it doesn't matter that it ends that way because eventually it's going to end that way or whatever and that's you know we're making thematic statements or whatever yeah but it still makes it a stupid story for me it's not it's like it's only watching it happen during the movie mm-hmm. and then kind of trying to distance yourself from there being any story at all yeah that it can ultimately really be good or be a good yeah. <laughs> you know whatever i don't know but um it kills it at the end for me and kind of just ruins anything about there being a story the whole time yeah which does not negate how awesome everything is. Yeah, no. It's just it's that weird. it's it's just that I don't like it. It's the just moment <laughs> the moment they they're all engaged in the climax of the film, I was like, this can only end one way. I don't right. know if they have the guts to do it, but this you put these people in this situation, it doesn't matter what happens right. now. And when it did do what I thought it might do, I was like. I mean, I give you a little credit for doing that, but I think it's stupid you put them in this place anyway. Right. Like, but but anyway. And it's it's not only it is kind of like it's the inevitable, fairly obvious, you know, thing, except that it's also really kind of stupid because, you know, you could not be more on film. Sure. I I, I mean Oh yeah, I know. You, you know, you're done. Yeah. Right? You I mean, when I don't know. I I 
the motivation of doing it is fairly obvious and you kind mm-hmm. of obviously know it's going to happen. But then you go, well, but then they have to really be stupid they, too. And they I are mean, stupid so, and I'm not going to defend it too much. I no. But I did – I came back around on it too thinking like this is a this is interesting. You're seeing his faults are emotional wagers literally – not thinking things through. And then you see in the climax, like an emotional wager, not thinking things through. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of parody there, but you know, what's really funny. And the fact that, so even though I hate it, right. Right. uh, The way that they filmed it and, you know, Mm -hmm. Adam Sandler was awesome. He's so great. Every minute of the movie, he Mm -hmm. was brilliant. Yep. Uh, But the, you know, the thing about, I didn't like the way it ended, but the way they filmed it, right? Mm-hmm. Once he like wins his bet, mm-hmm. like everything's good. Yeah, you don't have to worry about anything. Right. You don't have to think about anything. You yeah. just go see. I'm good. Right. And if he'd have thought for like a nanosecond, right? Yeah. You know, maybe open the other door, right. <laughs> or or right. whatever, and right. like fine. Yeah. And I'm going to stay here for a really long time yeah, or, you know, whatever. Start, yeah. Right. But, but the way they filmed it was still so great. And the way he did it. Yeah. Because it's like, well, see now yeah. everything is good. He's got whatever rush of chemicals in his brain yeah. and everything. So right. anyway. All right. So that is, uh, that was my eight. That's your eight. My eight. That's your eight. My eight is bombshell. Oh. I liked Bombshell. I, I thought more people were going to like Bombshell with me. And I don't think that they're hating it. But I think I'm I think I'm think just over where most people are like, I could go to eight. And I think I'm near nine. Like yeah. I, and, and it's not like I don't care what somebody at the New Yorker thinks or, you know, in that regard. But I just think oh, I'm looking at lists once I did mine. And I'm like, man, I only saw a few that had Bombshell even on the bottom of their list. And it's not high on my list, but I'm a sucker in part, and this isn't the only reason I liked it. I liked it for a combination of all kinds of different things, which were the performances, though I don't think any of the performances are necessarily Oscar worthy. I liked it for the direction, though it wasn't the best directed. Like it just right, it did right. good enough in every single thing I wanted, except it excelled in one. And I think you can appreciate it even if you didn't feel it. I watch a lot of films. I've seen a lot of movies in the course of my life. And I feel like sometimes if a movie can engage me or make me emotionally feel something on one side of the pendulum or another, then it's doing pretty well. Because I feel like on some level, I'm a bit desensitized to it. And when I was watching Bombshell, I was like, I just remember how much I hate Roger Ailes and the (laughs) Murdoch. And then I was just like, it's an easy, it didn't take a big spark to start that fire. But I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm angry. Like, I hate you. How could you? And it's not like I'm you know, Captain Chivalry or anything, but I'm just like, the, the people in it, the outrage, and I'm like, this is on my list. Right. So I'm it. I'm uh, eight for Okay, for that. so uh, before you move on, since we haven't covered that movie either, right? right? Um, you know, just for clarity, that movie for me was like a seven. Yeah, okay. And uh, that's about the sweet spot for and, most people. And the, I, you know, it's hard to say. It's like a seven, and, it, you know, it was okay. And yeah. I'm not particularly interested in the subject. Not because I'm not interested in no, the actual I, subject. I know, I know. But because I don't need to watch a movie about it. Right. Um, but the movie for me was a real battle of people who were, you know, the, the story is fine. The story mm-hmm. is just the real 
story-ish, whatever. Yeah, it's ish, yeah. Um, so it, you know, there's nothing wrong with it as a story. I think it was well-directed. For me, the movie was a battle of people who I thought were acting awesomely and, and, and yeah. people who were not. <clears throat> yeah. And watching that all unfold. It's a little uneven. Is a yeah, little like kind of jarring to your total experience mm-hmm. and stuff. So, but it's still, it's really good. And there is awesome acting in it, I think. Yeah. And there's a lot of, I mean, um, but you know, it just didn't make, didn't it, hit you. make yeah. it for me. Anyway. I saw right after I saw the Irishman, I saw this quick 20 minute thing on Netflix with Pacino, De Niro, Scorsese and Pesci. And they were talking about, all kinds of stuff. And it really was a nice, even though I'd only spent three and a half hours watching, I think I told you this, it was a nice finality to watching The Irishman. And in some ways, I liked that little featurette more than I liked the movie. After Bombshell, I randomly, I mean, I think my computer was just listening to whatever I was watching in the other room. There was a YouTube video of Megan Kelly sitting down with her husband and three other women that were in one way or another in the film. Right. Not not starring in the film, but you know, it's based on all the, the real, real characters, people. the real people. Sure. And they watched the film, they had a private screening and then they had an immediate Q&A afterwards with themselves. And I watched them talk about what had happened to them. And that was an incredibly interesting finality to the film too. Right. Um, it didn't impact and it didn't inform my putting it on my list, but it certainly didn't hurt it. Like it was right. interesting to see them say, well, this was all real, and that scene is total bullshit. Right. That didn't happen right, at right. all. Right. So anyway. Uh, seven for me is what I predict your number one is Avengers Endgame. I know you loved it. <laughs> you loved it so much. I had so much fun. I know how much you didn't like it, and I know the reasons why. I had so much fun with it, and for me, and you are a lifelong comic fan too, for me, it it didn't disappoint in many ways, and the payoffs were fan servicey but they were really fun and i wound up thinking about it a lot and overall i was pretty excited to see it and i was pretty happy mostly with it when it was done so it's number seven on my list. Uh, well anyway we already covered avengers yeah Endgame, no big deal to and go through, uh, but yeah we don't need you're, to you're not you're not super wild on it we, but i we don't need to go over it i thought it was over really that fun. again but anyway all right you're seven uh okay so my seven is dolomite is my name that's cool. So we did that already. Totally respect that. I uh, I probably am in uh, very much the same place as you, uh, except for me, uh, it was it was like just like that much better. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the nostalgia of it and everything, you know. But for me, Eddie Murphy, uh, there was there was something. It's probably you know very much him helping to you know push any reaction mm-hmm. to it right but you know for me there is this eddie murphy that exists in some parallel universe yeah. right that man he made great movies yeah and then all of a sudden yeah i don't know what it is but he like started on this kind of wanting to have kids ish mm-hmm. stuff or whatever yeah Except that all he did was make like the dumbest movies that were awful. And they weren't even like good for kids. They right. were like kids right. hated they them too. Right. Be one thing if you made kids movies and they were, you know, halfway decent, you go, hey, right. that's awesome. Shut up. Haunted right? Mansion's beautiful. You know, sure. and you're like, no, actually. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, like I said, yeah. there's this other universe that exists in my head where he just kept making actually good movies. 
and then yeah. he'd still be in this movie. Like yep. he'd st- right. still be on this. But like watching him in this movie was like, oh, see, this is like he's sucked over from the other universe, mm-hmm. right? He's so good when yeah. he's doing the right thing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you need a break to raise your kids and I guess be stay yeah. at home dad or sure. something. Sure. Um, but he is so good. But also the thing that really I think kind of hit me with this movie is the you know, you watch some movies, right? And you go, okay, the people are acting fine, mm-hmm. right? But they're on vacation, right? right? This is like a vacation movie. Like you can tell like kind of what is going on with the ensemble cast yeah. when they're not mm-hmm. shooting, yeah. right? Or, yeah. you know, <coughs> you find out later somebody really didn't want to be in a movie, but mm-hmm. they were contractually obligated to, and you could tell when you were watching <laughs> yeah, it or, you right. know, whatever. Yeah. And this movie was just like everyone is was so completely in love yeah. with telling the story mm-hmm. of actual things yeah. and stuff. And it was it was cool. It, and it's sweet. Like that was one of the things I didn't hit on like uh, you know when he's when he's yelling at Wesley Snipes for looking down on the crew and he's like, "Man, I'll make sandwiches. I'll do whatever I need to do." And we were all here together when they're in the limo and he and he reiterates it like, "No matter what happens tonight, we promise each other we'll have fun." Right. You know, and when he picks up, you know, the the lead female cast and she's like, "I want to thank you. I don't see anybody like me on screen." Like, I don't I wasn't pushed to tears, but I'm watching it and I'm like, this threads this really fun needle of vulgarity and empathy like there's an awful lot of sweet stuff going on and this is some great acting because it's not easy to just say these lines you know but that's cool that's cool that it's that high on your list all right so uh that one's mine and then okay so you're six my number six is uh high life which is one of the movies that uh that's the movie i was telling you i don't even know where it is with you or you know whatever yep um and i should have said something about it. So it's Robert Pattinson. Yeah. It's uh, Juliet Binoche. It's like they're lost in space, kind yeah. of a weird story. It's um, it's directed by, um, I'm pretty sure her name is Claire Denis. She's yeah. the uh, same person who made a movie that was on my list last year, Let the Sunshine In, which yeah. also had Juliet Binoche. Um, and it is uh, an awesome movie for exactly the same reason let the sunshine is right and is it's uh it's an hmm. it's a weird uncomfortable examination of people in like the same sense as that movie is right yeah. with uh weird characters uh robert pattinson is uh you know we haven't talked about this movie obviously but the story yeah, no. of the movie is that like some criminals uh, agree to go into space to have like kind of a social experiment done on them in a way like yeah. a kind of repopulation whole crazy social thing happen yeah and uh and they like have to survive and there's hardly anyone in the movie it's like very you know mm. lost in space kind of a thing that's cool um but it is and, and it's it's bonkers right it's yeah. like recommending solaris to people right, right. it's <laughs> right you know it's like uh <laughs> that will 
end as many relationships. You are going to hit their, you're going to hit their sweet spot or drive them away because right. they're going to know more about Because they're going to go, you're nuts, right? right? You really like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's really, really good. Um, so that's my six. I actually don't think I have that. Like I wanted uh, to see right. it, but I, I actually do want to see it. It's funny. There's, there's one quick thing. There's a thing in The Guardian where it says – uh, with the achievement of this caliber, it's hard to resist hyperbole. High Life contains the single greatest one-person sex scene in the history of film. <laughs> and it's interesting that I, if you told me that was in regards to Robert Pattinson, I wouldn't know whether that was The Lighthouse or High Life. Like, this is <laughs> right, like the year right, he's right. having. Um, so that's, that's funny. Um, <clears throat> all right, that was your six. My six is 1917. Oh, and cool. 1917 is... It's got some faults. It's got some problems. I've thought about it a lot. Uh, I I think of it in a really interesting way. One of the things I guess I'll say quick because we are trying to move along is at the beginning of the film, I know what the film is about and I know that the film's big thing is a shtick. And typically like with Boyhood, I don't really like films that have a shtick because like right. you, you paraphrase, I'm paraphrasing you, you said it best. You're like, you pull the shtick out and is the film any good? For Boyhood, absolutely not. For this, Yeah. I, I think right. it's still I think it's still pretty good, but for me, when I knew that the shtick was that this is supposed to be one long or just two or three long shots in a war film, I know what that means, and there's a lot of choreography, there's a lot of stuff going on. For the first twenty minutes or so, I'm watching it and I'm looking for where's the seam going to cut, and right. I'm like, man, this is great. This is just one long thing. And after after about a half hour, I got into the story more and stopped looking for the trick less. Right, and that was in in itself an achievement. I think it's really fun. I think it's I think it's interesting. I think it's got strangely just lots of problems, but I overlooked it partially because of what we don't like to talk about much here. Uh, Deacon's cinematography is absolutely just astounding yeah. and beautiful, and the yeah. film is so engaging to look at. And it's so engaging that when characters in the film do things that no one would do in real life, unless they want to die, right? Um, I still kind of like the film because I'm like, well, it's still friggin' beautiful, right? So 1917, and and, uh, and in a weird way, you know, it's uh, it's like a level of difficulty, right? Yeah, like it's it, hard that I think the movie should get uh, credit More for, for because it. it's if this goes wrong. Right yeah, now right. you're out. Now that's it. <laughs> right now, like, what are like, we gonna do? Like, like as soon as yeah. as soon as these guys are not pulling you along every mm-hmm. step of the way, right? Then you're like out of it, and then all yeah. of a sudden it's nothing. Right? right? Then it would, <laughs> then it would be completely worthless yeah. movie. Right? So, um, well, five five for me is my apology because I feel <sighs> like this should be higher, but I also feel like the film's above it. I liked for some reason better, even though I didn't rate them better, uh, is Little Women. I loved Little Women and I had a blast with it. We talked about it, I think, briefly. I can't remember if we did a full show on it or briefly. No, we didn't. The simple fact that Greta Gerwig looked at this film and said, you know what? All the different versions of this that have ever come out, no one's ever done it like this. I think I'll try it. And it was genius. And no one makes it so. And no one has really, the, the weirdest thing for Little Women. No one has done it like this, but right. what that really means is like no one has really adapted it. No one's thought it's about it in so, a way. Right. Every other movie yep. is so like straightforward. They did this film that. Right. It's right. very linear. And in this, it's in this, there's an appreciation beyond like what you see if you don't know the story or if you haven't read the book or if you haven't seen all the friggin' versions of Little Women. You know, you look at it and you're like 
this different layering of events actually impacts the characters and their motivations and their relationships with each other. And it makes it more affecting, you know, and at least if that's the pitch and I'm like, all right, right. go do it. Cause little women always sells. Well, we'll make our money back. And then you right. do it and you're like, holy shit, you're right. right. Look at how right. great this is. I suspect in another 18 years when Little Women is redone, I bet it'll be done like Greta's version. Right. I bet they'll start doing it like at her. Least, at least somewhat. At least in some right. version. Yeah. It won't be the linear book. And for all the performances, for everyone that's so great and my small nitpicking of it, I kind of feel bad that it's only number five. But there it is. It's five. But there you go. It's it's five for me. So. Okay. Uh, all five right. for you. So my my five, and now we've already spent like the whole show. My five is Knives Out, hmm. and which That's interesting. which really surprised me, right? Yeah. Except um, that this is where this That's is cool. where I start to hate lists. Forgot about right? that. Yeah, this is basically the the time in ordering things, <laughs> right. right? That I hate lists because yeah. it's like Uncut Gems, Dolomite is my name, High Life, and Knives Out. Now compare all those movies. There, yeah, right. this one's better than that one. Like they're all. Right. As different as you could be in like the movie world, right? But Knives Out, here's the thing for me. um, I mean, obviously, I really like the movie. Um, There was so much of it when I was watching it. This movie, like when this movie was done, it might have been like 15 minutes long. I because this movie was like so yeah the opposite of every (laughs) other movie that we watch that we say we should cut 20 minutes out of it. Yeah, right? right. But this movie's like. Right. I was just like, there. this could have been, you know, literally like a half hour episode of, yeah, right. of uh, this guy's detective <laughs> show yeah, right. or something. Because I would, man, I was like right there, like yeah. all the time. It did not feel, you know, slow at all or whatever. But also this is a movie like I think I told you this already as soon as I was done watching this movie I watched it again like an hour later you don't ever do this I I watched it again yeah and and it was funny too because uh it even like totally threw my wife right like yeah right because she came home and she's like so what'd you watch today or whatever (laughs) and I'm like I watched Knives Out you want to watch it and she like looked at me like what what yeah like because that's you would have gone you would have gone for three because I never do that it was uh, it was so fun, and I know yeah. that um, as the years go on and lists go on, right? Year after year, there will be movies like they're number eight, they're no- number mm-hmm. seven, whatever. I'll never watch them again. Yeah, right. Uh, right. And I'll, I'll think I'm about them once in a while. Go, eh? How many times you seen was the Revenant good or again? whatever? You know, right? Nothing. But um, yeah. but this movie I will watch. Uh, yeah, frequently. We'll watch it right now. O- over the over the next. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. You know, over the next years, I will watch yeah. this movie again because damn, right. there's is so fun in so many parts. I've known right? you a long time, and we've been doing this show. I've known you beyond the show, but we've been doing this show a long time. And the number of times you've told me I watched this, and then, I grabbed a bite to eat, and I watched it again. <laughs> right. One time, it's happened yeah. once. <laughs> right. And that's it. And I was like, "What? Are you out of your mind?" Yeah. You know. So. It That's was uh, it was like a perfect combination, yeah. and uh, it's a little bit even weirder, right? Because it's like you know murder mystery. Yeah, right. Like it's not like I wouldn't necessarily watch it again, but it's like watching an actual like detective show yeah. and like watching the reruns. Like <laughs> right. why? I can't wait to watch like, that, that again. Makes no sense. Yeah. Why would you watch that again? Special, All right. Yeah. So uh, four. okay, my four is nineteen seventeen. 
Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, we already talked about it and stuff, but um, I I think I just gave it a fair amount of difficulty points. Like I was, I was watching it. Like you said, I was watching it for like the first half hour. And so as everybody knows, and as you mentioned, it's meant to convince you that it's Live, it's supposed to basically be one take. that yeah, it's all right. just like happening in front of you. It's yeah. like no takes, right? Right. It's like, yeah. Right. It's yeah, all it's just done. it's yeah. all just happening right now. Yeah. Um, like you're watching, you know, uh, some reality show. Sure. Or they right. just have a camera floating around these guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's not that that's even the difficult part. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, and you know, you watch it for like the first twenty minutes, and it it becomes a little unnerving. Yeah. Right. And it's it's just like um the beginning of Alfred Hitchcock's uh which one is it? Um it's uh, it's not rope. I, I, I forget. No, it's there, not rope. It's, there's um, one of them and I forget now and it'll drive me nuts, but there's one of them that starts with a uninterrupted shot yeah. that's about three and a half minutes long. Yeah. And a guy puts a bomb in a car. Yeah. I can't remember. The guy puts a bomb in a car and starts the timer. Yeah. And, and mm. it, and it never cuts during right. the amount of time that's yeah. on that timer or whatever. Yeah. And when, and when you watch that movie, it's unnerving just the fact that right. we keep, and it's so weird that way that long ago, Alfred Hitchcock, you know, yeah, was, was like, cognizant of yeah. the fact that when you watch a movie, you just want there to be cuts. Yeah. Like it's weird to watch it like that. So anyway, yeah. but you start in the movie. But then after a while, you know, you kind of forget about that, but you never completely lose the fact that it's weird. Right. <laughs> like you don't pay attention to it, but it's odd. But yeah. just the difficulty of, you know, you can't put a foot in the wrong place or you it, you know, if this thing crashes and these guys trip, it's almost like the camera would still go. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll, pack, we'll <laughs> and, catch up. Yeah. And right. it's like nobody'd watch the movie anymore, right? <laughs> right. It's uh so anyway, uh, yeah. that's my number four. And that's then four. So you're doing that's my two, right? So you do four and yep. three. Right. My four because we should I'll pick it up a little faster. We're getting pretty yeah. we're getting close. My four is Ford versus Ferrari or Le Mans. Oh, cool. Yeah. And for me, I'm mean, again I, real quick. I'm not a car guy. For a second, I thought that was getting left off. Yeah, for sure, where you were. I thought about like I've thought about the film. I really enjoyed the film. I love the characters, even though there were faults in the film that I can't disagree with. And we've talked about it before. I keep coming back to thinking how much fun I had with a film that I don't give a shit about. Right, right. And if you can make me, if you can, if you can actually engage me and make me think about your competitive crochet league. Right, right. You're going on my list because right. I just, I'm not that guy. And every once in a while, there's a film, whether it's The Fast and the Furious, the first one, which I was surprised how much I liked, but that's just popcorn, bubblegum, fantasy, like fun. I'm not stunned that I liked it, but something like Rush, which we've talked about right. before. And I love that film too. Like, I don't feel like I'm secretly a car guy. I just <laughs> right. got to get out because right. I've tried to watch NASCAR and I want to kill myself. <laughs> right. But- when I watched Ford versus Ferrari, all the boxes for the most part got checked. And when I look back at the stuff that I had problems with, it's overwhelming in the favor of it. So that's my number four. Right. Uh, three for me is Jojo Rabbit. 
and I loved Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I was trying to get people to watch it left and right, and it's just not playing anywhere. Right. So I was telling everybody, when you get to this point, and they're like, well, okay, it looks weird. That's the Hitler film. And I'm like, it is. And if you sold me on a funny film about Hitler and the Holocaust, I probably would have told you you're about 30 years too late. Mel Brooks tried it, and it right. didn't work. And we've already watched and Hogan's come, Heroes. And we've and seen it all, <laughs> but I'll be damned if it is more, it's way more than that. And the filter for me, the entrance to this is that it reminds me very much of a Wes Anderson film or, or Wes right, Anderson's yeah, movies. Yeah. It's, it's very much like Moonrise Kingdom. And I loved Moonrise Kingdom. Sam Rockwell is, without a doubt, one of the greatest things to ever happen to the universe. He, he, he is, is so he is the fun. guy for he, this movie. I'll say this before I pass the baton to you. I was watching the film, and I had to re-watch a scene three or four times because I kept howling with laughter through it over just something so disposable. He made one choice when he meets Jojo's mother, who's played by Scarlett Johansson, who's great in this, yeah. and the kid is great in this. Um, he... He has an accident and she's punishing him. And there's a moment where he just, I had to put the captions on to make sure I wasn't missing this. And he's just like, kid stole my grenade, just took it. Right. And that had me doubled over <laughs> right. laughing just in the way he delivered it. He was, without a doubt, one of my favorite things about the film, even though he's in it very, very little. Yeah. Um, but yeah. he's in it at just the to right moment. Total screen time, he is not on He's long, not. But- when the movie's over, you would swear he's he in was like in it more. He's got it. the Hannibal Lecter effect. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Taika Waititi, but man, and I don't mean just as his acting because he plays Hitler in this, which I thought he's got to he be Hitler. Awesome. He was insanely great. Yeah. He's so great. This movie, if it had been any other year, would have been number one. But there were two films I liked more. Yeah, so it came in at three for me, and not a surprise. I was only 20 minutes in, and I thought this keeps it up. This is this right, is right, right up there. So this so was so I, and that's so. uh, that's one of the things with that movie for me too. Um, but we have covered that movie, yeah. Um, but you know, real quick, that is one of the things for me is that this movie like grabs you so fast and mm -hmm. so hard, and you don't know what to make of what you're watching. Yeah. That you are like uh, whether the movie is awesome or not, or whether you like him or not. This is a this is the kind of movie where you you just go here write five more things yeah right because exactly if, because if you come up with this yep it, and i'm coming in not liking the last couple things that i thought that i thought he did right you know but it reset everything and now i'm absolutely in his favor so cool all right you're number three no you're oh my two. number three you're two that, that was, was three, i did right? ford ferrari and i did jojo i can do I oh can do, no that's all right okay, okay. so okay. i'm supposed to do you're three. supposed to okay. do three whatever my three is parasite oh, okay and uh that for me is a movie where I kind of think uh, in any other year that might have been number one. Yeah. Um, because I watched that movie and I just was like, I was weirdly blown That's away. A weird movie. Yeah. Uh, just by just watching the story, I was like, what the hell? And then, <laughs> yeah. So the thing that's awesome, especially, and you know, won't take a lot of time, and we'll go over a few minutes, but we won't uh, ramble forever. Yeah. But the thing for that movie that I thought was it, its main point of awesomeness, even though it has a lot, and all the acting is really awesome in this movie. Mm -hmm. But the main uh, thing that was awesome about that movie is you start watching the movie, <clears throat> and then, and in a good way, right? Yeah. Not in a 
weird Western vampire way, but in right. a, in a good way. Like right. you you watch you start watching the movie, and then like after about half an hour, you realize you were watching this other movie the whole time. Right. And then after another half hour, it does it again. Yeah. And you're still in this yeah. whole other world. And then all of a sudden, you know, what yeah. <laughs> is yep. happening yeah. in this movie? And and everything is so fun. And for me, the daughter in this movie should win Best Actress. Uh, she was unreal. Yeah. And the way that she... It's so funny because the son gets like his foot in the door right. first in, in these people's lives. And then he gets the daughter in, and the daughter, all of a sudden, you go, "Holy, what the hell!" Right, right, right. And just the way that the <laughs> that the actors and the I mean the story, but the actors actually pull off what's supposed to happen in the story. The way that they are such different people, yeah. In uh, when they're you know pulling their con versus yeah. when they're just sitting in like their little. Right. shack under it. the street yep. that they live in and it's not just that they're acting because they're pulling the con like right. they are different they're people, different people. It, it, it was i don't it trust anybody phenomenal like, yeah it's amazing so uh so that's three that's for three. me and then i'm supposed to do two You're supposed right? to do two all right two for me is jojo rabbit yeah and uh and that is that's perfect just yeah ekes out parasite yep. but it's nonsensical like yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like the order of those two. Yeah, I know. This is means yeah. nothing, right? These are it's, all just like. So we already hairs. did Jojo Rabbit. So that's my two. My two is Knives Out. I was surprised how much I loved it. Um, wow. You gave me like a weird look when I said it was on I my know, list. But I, I, part of it was <laughs> I can't like trying it. to trick me. I, no, part of it is I can't believe it's that low. But uh, I mean, it's not really low on your list. But <clears> I just, I, for all the same stuff, I was blown away by it. I thought about it all the time. I can't wait to see it again. Right. I, it just right. hits all the fun stuff. The fact that it's in a genre that's incredibly difficult to do. Everyone well. in, in it, like, talk about like ensemble. It's so much great like, stuff that's going is so on. good. Um, Even the weird thing about that movie is, you you know, when they talk about ensemble and Critics' Choice actually has an award best ense- for yeah. best ensemble and everything. Yeah. Uh, but when you like look at ensemble, right? E- even though you got like a tiny <laughs> part or whatever, like the little kid, like yeah. the boy, he's hard. He may have had to work like an hour and a half yeah, or right. something. Yeah. And he still is like he's really good. He he's doesn't even have anything to do, and somehow he manages to be good at yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and he's that's memorable. Weird. Right. Yeah. That's like a that is weird. Another level. And again, that's that's also a, a thing like Taika Waititi, which is I'm real sour on Ryan Johnson, even though he's done a couple films right. I really love, but I really can't tell you how much I hate The Last Jedi and <laughs> for it. And I thought I was really going to be against him for a long time, and here we are. I mean, this is one of the best films I'd seen all year. So, right. Number one for me is Parasite. I ah cool. I I can't believe how layered and thoughtful and introspective and you know just like kind of socially and it's. I mean, all these things compile. It's a film made in South Korea, North Korea, South, South Korea. Korea. Geez, not North Korea. They don't make movies in North Korea that we ever see. It's a South Korean based film that could have been about. Los Angeles or New York right. or Wichita or any, it's, it's an, a human condition that goes on. And as things, as you described, change every half hour, I just kept sitting closer and closer to the edge of my seat, kind of metaphorically. And then at some point, quite literally just being like, what the, f-? 
is going on here? Right. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know who to trust. I don't and know And what's going to happen next? And what happens next? And then it next. turns out and then something when, else. And who then knows? when things start really happening, I loved it because it doubled down on one of the only avenues it could have gone on. Not the only one, but it decided to go that route, not just for the easiest reasons of like shock value or anything. It just went there because that's right. where it goes. Right. And all the things it says about class and family and love and duplicity and poverty... I'll never get out of my mind the streets are flooding scenes right, for obvious right, reasons. Right. If you ever see it, you'll know why. But the fact that in the beginning we meet this family who would rather leave the windows open because the streets are being fumigated so that their apartment gets fumigated right. than to close them and be, be healthy. Able to breathe. <laughs> and right. they just sit there folding pizza boxes, coughing as the carcinogens are you know inside. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be... Awesome. Right. And it was awesome. And and plus I didn't mention this either, but that like the uh ambiguous end yeah. that happens and just the fact that that's what could happen for your mm-hmm. like ambiguous end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the end is the end is something you know, we haven't talked about it big and we're not gonna talk about <clears throat> it now because we're cruising. That's a big risk. I've seen yeah, that yeah. I've seen that type of end play off in a couple other films and a couple list makers for us in the last couple of years. I'm thinking of one, but if I say it, I think I'll ruin the end if anyone hasn't seen it yet, so I'm not going to. But I thought it was very risky. Yeah. And it nails yeah. it. Yeah. It really did. So Okay. And uh so that's your number one. Yep. My number one was Little Women. Yeah. Uh, I just and I spoiled that last week anyway. But yeah. um I thought uh which seems odd even in my own mind, uh, compared to everything that's on the list. But I just thought it so nailed everything that happened. This was uh, very similar to me, even though it's very weird and different, but is very similar to me uh, with watching Lady Bird. Yeah. Because when I watched that movie, uh, when I watched that one, I was like, every single choice, I'm like, damn. Right. Like, that's a great that's choice, right? Yep. right? And this movie too, even though that seems weird when it's Little Women, because right. it's like, but you've got the story that's been told a million <laughs> right. times, right? But it's actually very different. Yeah, it, it's it's surprising how different it is. It actually, really is. Um, if you go back and watch like the last <laughs> three versions of this movie or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, but all of it being done with such purpose. And yeah. to such actual effect that plays out when you get there. Like, it's one thing to have the idea that this will do this, but then it actually does it. And yeah. it's, and, and everyone in it was awesome. Yeah. And I'll tell you, um, part of my review, I'm like, shout out again to my wife, right? Because, um, you know, the, the parts in the movie where, like, especially the part where we burn the book, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the first time that's ever happened, right? Even including in the original book. Right. Where it was really as big as it's supposed to it's be. It's supposed to have it, it this like, moment. Right. It, it like really is like as big a thing. Yeah. And it's not just because of who does it and who she right. does it to. It's because of everyone around too. Yeah. It's like the whole like family of thing and I don't know it was yeah. it was really awesome. Yeah. So so that's my number one. All right. That's it. So we've already gone over and uh we've given you that and we kind of got like some reviews of movies we uh, mixed squeezed in a there. In. Yeah. So we kind of talked about some of those movies. So those are the movies to go see. Yep. And uh all the other things that everyone tells you to go see 
uh, skip it. Skip. Right. Because we're right. <laughs> because yeah. that's it. All right. Uh, we'll see you next week. And we should have, uh, let's see, at least maybe the, the gentleman and the worst list. Yep. And maybe Doolittle. Um, yeah. Right. That we can hopefully yep. get to. Cool. So thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.